Hi, I'm Eric. I'm Jason. And I'm Chris. And we're I beat it first. Yeah. Yay! Mm. Yeah, you set your beer off to the side. I was like, "Why are you setting your beer off to the side? You're gonna I need forgotten. to touch it." Literally, I was like, I was like, like "I'm just gonna drink my whiskey." Yeah, that's fine. And then I was like, "I have this mm-hmm. beer here," and I forgot about the clock. This actually doesn't look as dark as Golden Rock. I'm interested in this. Oh, is that good stuff? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. some good fucking shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we Eric both and have, I have the, drinking the, the same beer the right same now. The yeah. same beer. To celebrate well, a, a there we go. Mother Road. There you go. Oh. Which is a great brewery in Flagstaff, Arizona. Yes. Uh, that's been around for nine. Well, they've been selling beer for nine years. Mm-hmm. They started their journey 10 years ago, but this is the ninth anniversary brew that Jason brought down from Flagstaff for us. And it is a Belgian triple. And it's such limited quantities that they didn't have to put the uh, alcohol content on the can. Or, no, and they, or they, they did. They did. I swear it. I, <laughs> I swear governing bodies of alcohol, they put the ABV on the can. They they even signed the it's box that, that they big came old nine in. nine mm-hmm. on the front. <laughs> yeah, this is nine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what the nine means, I guess. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> To the podcast, everybody. Move. We are now doing Yay. our second I Beat It First podcast on here. Is that correct? Yes, this is our yeah. second I Beat It First podcast on Twitch. Uh, live doing it on Twitch while we do other things and talk about b- us being assholes and doing major bullshit. But, you know, yeah. hey, welcome, everybody. <laughs> 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 All right, so Jason and I are drinking... Belgian quad or Belgian triples. Uh, I am also drinking some delicious Basil Hayden's as well. Just nice. Yeah. I have a uh, uh, Costco twelve-year Scotch whiskey here as well, which isn't bad, you know, for the cost. I thought yeah. about buying that on Sunday because I had it on Saturday night at your house because it's twenty-nine dollars for a freaking handle. What there. I paid thirty-five <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, it was twenty-nine ninety-nine at the wonderful oh, at my house, but it was oh, the same price as a bottle, a regular bottle of Basil Hayden's, and I was like, I'll get a bottle of Basil Hayden's. I'm pretty sure the Costco one's going to be available like forever now, <laughs> as the Costco <laughs> alcohol tends to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, plus the Costco bottle is about like three times the size of that Basil Hayden one, so you'll probably be back. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Hang on, it's two hundred and twenty-five percent, roughly, because it's a seven fifty to a seventeen fifty. You know, right? So yep. yeah. Oh, but the Basil Hayden's is delicious. I just hadn't had it in a long time. I'm like, you know what? 30 bucks is a great price for Basil Hayden's. I'm not going to buy that. They charge like $30 for a fucking glass at some places. It's ridiculous. Anyways, Chris, what are you drinking? Uh, in honor of Isla and being a, the basic bitch I am, I have a truly pineapple. Aw, truly oh, in, special. In honor of Isla. I thought you said in honor of Iowa. I'm like, who fucking cares no. about Iowa? <laughs> not me. <laughs> Our good friend Isla Link, that's right, yes. who apparently has a has a small sponsorship with Truly for her Twitch channel now, <laughs> just totally awesome. <laughs> she Wait, had like so, she had, had, had small sponsor, like as in like they know someone that works there and is just giving them free shit, <laughs> or like Truly's like. <laughs> well, legit, I mean, it's like, it's not so much that she has to put it on her stream. 
like that, but she's drinking like pretty much all that she drinks is truly ah. as far as like seltzers go or anything like that. She, I think can, cause I, I hope she was drinking like vodka and juice the other day, but everything else that she drinks is truly, and she's got a bunch of truly swag and stuff like that that got sent to her, which is cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's cool. We hear I that mean, mother hey, road? we hear don't that know mother somebody road? Yeah, mother that road. works at Truly, so <laughs> we, it's more of a sponsorship than us, even if it is just that. <laughs> but yes, Mother Road or Hus Brewing and your delicious, or, fantastic or coffee Or anyone calls. that wants us to talk about alcohol on this show, we'll do it. Yeah, I will gladly drink your us. booze. Yeah. Except for maybe Four Peaks. <laughs> We probably won't talk great about Four Peaks beer anymore. We didn't say we talk great about them, but I will drink your alcohol. <laughs> yes. I, I will drink your alcohol. I might complain like a lot about drinking your alcohol, but I will drink your alcohol. It'd be, it'd be total God damn it, if this wasn't free right too. now. <laughs> yeah. Can't be good like 2003 beer. That was real. Killed after back then. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, yes, actually, my big one water. that I complain about for uh, for Four Peaks, which was well before Anheuser-Busch bought them, and that was the, the pumpkin porter. Pumpkin yeah, porter used to taste home. way better back in the day, and they ended up on this, like, happy medium that, like, pleased the non, like, pumpkin beer fans and kind of pleased the porter fans. Like, it was basically, like, the least common denominator, and it literally is, like, the least common denominator (laughs) it's really it's not good and that's the recipe that they ended up on and you want to know how you you want to know the way that you can mimic making your own pumpkin porter at home by uh, four peaks is you go uh you know on november 2nd you go to a craft store and you go to like their paper mache like craft area and there they're going to have like a bunch of these pumpkin things that are like made out of like whatever the stuff that you want you get a whole bunch of that you put it into a giant bat of water let that all just simmer on down to div- d- dissolve you then strain that out take a big old sip pumpkin pour and just so we're clear, everybody, we're not talking about putting any actual pumpkin in it, nor any fruit, <laughs> nor yeast or anything in it. Oh, yeah. We're maybe, just letting maybe that orange do. food coloring get out of it and go into the Maybe some black water. dye so that it's at least dark. But, oh, uh, no, yeah. actually, Good old it's not water. Paper. It's not water. You take just like a middle of the ground porter and then Ooh, you put all go. the paper product into it. Yeah. You open up a Guinness, and wait like 3 weeks, then start this whole process. Let it get let it <laughs> let it go flat. I mean like don't let it don't let it go rancid. Like open it and let it sit in the fridge open. <laughs> but then start the process. Then put the paper pumpkins in in the beer. There's the flavoring right there. True authentic. Yes. I made it first, mm. making friends of Anheuser-Busch since 2011. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Although, we did like their seltzers. On a couple of occasions, we've so liked their seltzers. So they owe us. They fucking they owe us then. <laughs> <laughs> they owe us lots. Like, Anheuser-Busch <laughs> just owes us so fucking much. <laughs> Give us all the alcohol. <laughs> Although, I, I think that we all kind of came to an agreement that they would have maybe not won Seltzer Con, but put up a good running. Oh, it'll be con. So, oh, yeah. if we had the Christmas it, stuff at SeltzerCon, if we did it at Christmas and we had that stuff, it would have been really rough to be like, um, oh god, the ginger one, ginger snap, and then the, the chocolate one was too much. 
but the pineapple the chocolate not the peppermint. well the the chocolate one was much until you realized that it was chocolate but you couldn't mint. have more than one i mean you, you no, was no, yes, that was your dessert you, that no, was, was your struggle dessert. to finish that like and if i had that chocolate one like let's say we had brett seltzer and i had 20 seltzers in front of me that i had to get through today and i was like all right i got a mission and i had that chocolate one like at number four I've been oh, absolutely pissed. You had a, it had ruined your day. It ruined the day. It had just been like, <laughs> yeah. God damn it. That's Start this whole podcast over. Exactly. Get it out yes, of here. Yes, Bud Light Seltzer, Foxy. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about Bud Light Seltzer. But uh, if you look at it, like, uh, if you look at it in the realm of, Christmas say, like, seltzer. gymnastics, mm-hmm. you would have had, you would have had, like, winners of all the individual ones. But the team winner, like, if we gave out one of, like, the team winner of everything, it's like, they put up, I think, the strongest out of all of them. And we had like the Corona ones, some of the Trulies, the, the, uh, oh shit. What's the crappy one that nobody talks about anymore? Naked. Uh, well, Naked's another one. <laughs> White Claw? But, no, uh, White Claw. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> the White Claw. Nobody talks about White Claw anymore because there's we so many that, better ones what, out there. Belching Beaver, whatever. The Belching yeah. Beaver was pretty good, but we only had the yeah. one of theirs. That was good. I, I, the Coronas all sucked. A great, yeah, <laughs> great idea, Eric. And I think for um, SeltzerCon to the seltering, we should uh, the definitely do. Yeah, we should definitely do team based instead. Oh, we will. Cause, cause no, you're right. It's bigger. It, it wasn't like it wasn't just all these small breweries making like a seltzer because you're like, why fucking not? Now it's a yeah. thing. So you can go out there and buy like the Corona pack and have like the whole Coronas and then buy like the Budweiser one and you can get all these shitty ones and who cares? You know, the point of it is finding a seltzer. And let's be honest, if you're trying to find the best seltzer, you already did. Like you, you already did. Like there's nothing, there's nothing that's going to improve it so much that you're just like, holy hot damn, this is my new like experience that i need is like my mantra of seltzering it, it they're all shitty like let's okay let's let's just let's just be true well, i don't know about shitty <laughs> in, the, in the realm no 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 here okay okay in the realm of all things alcohol they are definitely on the lower spectrum of everything that you could possibly do i would take this beer over any seltzer that we exactly. had there but this is a <laughs> like damn fucking good beer <laughs> there, there's, there's no chance that I would ever be like, hey, Jason, what do you want to drink? Open bar. That I'd be like, fucking seltzer. There's just no chance. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I mean. It's, I mean, it's, it's just like, exactly. It's like, don't get me wrong. They have a place. And there's times where it's like, fuck it. I just really want a seltzer. I'm hanging out at the pool. I just want to chill. You know, that's have a true. seltzer. And just like that. But if, I'm just saying, like, in the, in the spectrum of alcohol, of what it is, if it comes down to a choice like that, they are definitely on the lower half of that spectrum. Yes. If you want. Hate me if you want. Yes. Shots fired, but yes, you're Bud Light. you're correct. Seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that low. Bud Light's Bud Light pretty shitty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are getting Foxy says seltzers are great for pool life and people who are on keto. However, you know what's also great for people on keto? Straight alcohol. Straight alcohol. Straight whiskey, straight gin, straight vodka, anything. You can fix it with, or you can mix it with like soda water or seltzer water, which is what I normally do if I'm mixing. And straight alcohol is the way to go. Gin with just a splash of lime, fantastic summertime drink. Oh, yeah. Yeah, better, better just than straight up gin and, and a splash of lime. Depending on the gin. <laughs> As we were talking about the other day, like not on stream, but talking about the other day of like there's specific gins that are made to to 
to have fruity notes and specific gins that are made for doing like a dirty martini. It doesn't matter for any alcohol. If you're putting alcohol that came in a plastic bottle into anything, it's not meant for straight. Who's drinking shit in a plastic bottle? Everything <laughs> I get comes in glass. Dude. You're talking like pop off and people. all that bullshit. You can, you can, yeah, you see, can college people. That's yes. turpentine. That's yes. the first gin <laughs> that I had when I was in high school. It was fucking turpentine. However, if you tell me that Hendrix gin is not smooth as fuck to drink straight or even aviation gin, that is some damn oh, yeah. fine gin. Hendrix is dangerous. Or that, uh, Aviation uh, Old Tom Gin. We haven't had that yet, but I would assume that that is good. And we are now 15 minutes into the podcast. We haven't talked anything about gaming. We've been stuck (laughs) on alcohol the entire time. Yeah, (laughs) That's how you know it's a legitimate video game podcast, because all we do is talk about our booze intake instead. It's just like, oh man, how many people did you kill online? Lots, but I drink shit to the beer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. All right. So, and... Gin doesn't always taste like chewing on a Christmas tree. It all depends on the gin that you get. I'm looking right. at you, chat. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to be honest, I've chewed on a Christmas tree before. It's actually not bad. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like winter. That's all I'm saying. It tastes like winter. No. <laughs> all right. Which, which, all right we... <laughs> they made that into a seltzer. Okay. You know what? Okay. There's, Chris, there's a Christmas seltzer. I'm going to have a little drink. And a Christmas yep. tree seltzer, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Just like real Christmas tree. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We need to get video off game. of alcohol. Video we games. We need to talk podcast. video games. And what better way to talk video games than to start off with news, and news that has absolutely nothing to do with video games. Unfortunately, Dustin Diamond, who was battling stage four can- lung cancer, uh, better known as Screech from Saved by the Bell, unfortunately passed away today. Today, February 1st, whenever this podcast actually hits podcast radio, but uh, on Twitch, it's live, and that really sucks, yep. and it's sad. It's a sad, yeah. depressing day for a lot of people. Heard um, he was a dick. Kind of a dick, um, but also a very fond memory from childhood. So yep. when you're when all of your childhood, like stars that were about your age when you were growing up start dying you're like fuck i'm old shit i'm old fuck me i'm old yeah, there, there's three times when you really start feeling like you're old obviously the first time is when you start paying taxes your first time you're just like shit i'm really old the second time at least for me was when i realized i was older than all the nfl pro football players and the third time was when uh people that i grew up watching on tv or childhood stars started dying Absolutely. okay well you had to start paying your taxes when you were 18 so right that's, That's I, when you I, feel I, like I you're old. That. I, no, that so, was the first time I was just like, fuck, I'm old now. Like, this is. Oh, I'm, I didn't feel like I was old. No. <laughs> the first real sign that I was old is when the music that I listened to growing up, and we're not talking 80s music, we're talking like Nirvana and shit like that, started getting put onto the classic rock oh, stations. Good, no, Eric, great call out. I remember, <laughs> I remember being in a grocery store and wherever I may roam started playing my Metallica. I was like, God, this grocery store rocks. And rocks. I was just like, oh, like, wait a minute. Shit. <laughs> wait a minute. Nerdy <laughs> agrees wait. with you. She just called it out at the exact same time that you said it. <laughs> yep, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Buying a house, that's a good one. Although we bought, I think Shannon and I bought our first house when we were 26, 27. 27 so yeah it was i mean that's 
I didn't really necessarily feel old, but I also got married at 27, too. So I've been married for quite a long time now. (laughs) Anyways, okay, let's move on to next things. Uh, Anybody that has been or is thinking about using NVIDIA Broadcast, uh, they finally updated it, their first actual update since it came out in September. Uh, with some extra features, uh, it helps a lot with uh, with power consumption and whatnot on the com- or on the uh, video card itself, as well as allowing you to put it into more of a performance mode, so it taxes less on your video card if you're doing background blurring like I'm doing right now, or background removal or anything like that. It's not really like big news, but it's good that they're finally updating that app after months and months and months of us just kind of sitting here going. All right, it crashed on me for the fourth time this week. I just had a feeling that they're just like, oh, wait, people are using this? Oh, fuck. All right, let's, I guess let's we'll make something. It. Yeah. Yeah. We can do, well, we can do that they had to. Video cards. <laughs> they had to because I don't think I talked about this on a previous podcast, but I updated to the early January drivers and it fucking broke broadcast on my computer. The video or the camera would freeze up. It actually was a huge problem. It was part of the reason why we didn't do our first podcast on Twitch on like the at the beginning of the year because my camera just was broken and my audio was all fucked. And we just said, screw it. And we did it all on Zoom. And that was it because I just couldn't get it working. I had to step back my drivers to December, which was not an easy feat because they really don't want you to find the old legacy drivers easily (laughs) anymore. (laughs) And then use that. And now I'm afraid to jump up because I don't want it to break again. And I use this for work and everything, too. So we'll see how it goes. I might one of these days in the near future when I've got, you know, like a lull of things actually bite the bullet and update. But this is 2021. There's no lulls. (laughs) There is no lulls. (laughs) That's right. 2020 was practice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, we got a cheer. Thanks, Foxy. Thanks for the 100 bits. I'll take a cheer. Yeah. I don't know what got it. I don't don't know what got it. Either you complaining about updating drivers. Uh, Foxy (laughs) is trying to get the uh, go to bed emote that we have for our 1,000 bits, I think. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is that is being uh, in reviewed by Twitch right now. Um, all right. Well, anyways, uh, moving on to something having to do with uh, NVIDIA as well. Uh, MiHoYo, the makers of Genshin Impact and a myriad of other like mobile games and whatnot, because they've made so much fucking money. Fucking money. Like so much fucking money. You think GameStop was amazing like money making? No, man. No. Like Genshin. so much <laughs> They made so much fucking money (laughs) off of Genshin Impact that every single employee for Chinese New Year, they bought a lot of PS5s and and NVIDIA 3070s, and they're doing a lottery for all of their employees. Everyone gets one or the other, which I think is totally (laughs) dope. It's really good. And to prove that it wasn't a that it wasn't like. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, you'll get one. No, they posted a picture of a wall of 3070s and PS5s <laughs> in their main office. It is probably the most glorious thing that I've seen so far this year. That's where they all are. Get them. <laughs> get them while they're hot. Yeah. Get them while they're hot, everybody. But, yeah, that's, man. And when's they, the last time you played, when's the last time you played Genshin, Eric? Uh, about a week and a half ago. I need to yeah. I need to play now because the next update drops tomorrow. So that's when their next big thing is happening and that I need to actually play it. Uh, I've been super busy with work and tired and shit. So yeah. I haven't touched this since the New Year drop thing. 
Yeah, welcome to 2011 or 20, 2011, 2021. I wish where, we were welcoming the 2011. I wish, man. I wish it was 2011, yeah. man. It's 2021 <sighs> where we thought that everything was going to be great and we're all just even more tired than we were in 2020. <laughs> all right, let's talk a little bit about the stock market. <laughs> Speaking of going back in time. time. And <laughs> stonks. Stonks, man. Stonks. stonks. Am so, I the only I'm, one am I the only one that uh made money on GameStop? Yeah, I yeah. did not. Like I was busy on Friday and was not paying like Thursday and Friday and was not paying attention to any of it until like it popped up. I'm like, oh fuck. Uh, but yes, Jason made money. He made like twenty seven dollars. Good yeah, job, great. Jason. I'm so yeah, it was about twenty seven bucks. That's good. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you haven't been paying attention, Reddit uh, basically waged war against Wall Street uh, and said "fuck you," <laughs> and they shorted they they went after Wall Street and it was people. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. They they uh, hedge funds that normally short uh, underperforming stocks then put all their money into GameStop as Reddit was like trying to just bring up the stock price. And then Reddit was like, oh, you want to try and make money off of us because you think that we're not going to be able to to keep it up? Fine. Fuck you. And they drove it up even more, causing hedge funds to lose billions of dollars in literally hours. It's a, it's a big example of why the whole like insider trading thing's a big no no, because yeah. they unfortunately let it kind of get out that yes GameStop is what they're hedging their bets on and stuff like that to try to try hopefully it fails you know they want it to go down because they're going to make money off the failure of the stock basically, and uh, um, Reddit then was just like oh no then we're going to just drive up the price and now they're like in the hole because it's way higher than what their initial investment was mm-hmm. and so they they would have to like rebuy back the stock at such a bloated price they're they're out billions of dollars and that's why they're freaking out so much so uh um you know there's multiple stocks multiple different ideas that people are talking about amc blackberry i'm, I'm sure you've seen them all if you've been on the threads at all what was the other one there was one more blackberry nokia. and nokia. nokia yeah and there's more all the time and just like that but that the the idea is that like hey the only reason these hedge funds are able to do that is because they're buying in such massive growth. Like they're they're just taking mm-hmm. on a huge amount of risk, and then because they're taking on so much, they then have quite a little bit of control that they can then be like, hey, let's put the odds in our favor to make it go down. So when we do sell back, we're just making a full on profit. So that's where the kind of like, hey, this is fucked up mentality comes in at, where it's just like, hey, if we can't do that with our ten shares that we can buy. Then why should you be able to do it with your? The hundred million shares that you buy, type thing. So, more or less, it's just a, a way of proving to people that, or not to anybody really, but to hedge funds and to the stock market that, hey, this isn't fair open trading for all. If not, everyone has the same rights to do the same thing, yada, yada, yada. How much you want to buy yeah. into that uh, versus your views on what Reddit's doing and what the actual stock market is like, it's up to you. I will say one thing though um, don't go into this with all your life savings if you have no idea what you're doing. If you have some money to throw away and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, and you don't mind, hey, I'll get on the ride and have some fun and see what if I can make some money in the process, by all means, have fun. It it is technically a type of gambling. But if you throw all your money in this and you don't pay attention, because GameStop, unfortunately, it will die. It will eventually just bottom out and it will crash on down. Who knows when that'll happen? Who knows how high it'll go? Like, that's part of the ride here, but it will bottom out. And the last thing you want to do is be sitting 
sitting there looking at it being $500 a share and be like, woohoo, I'm going to be a millionaire. And then in five minutes, it's down to negative 10, <laughs> you know, of nothing. <laughs> and you've lost everything. And then there will yeah. be no coming back. So that's and, my right. only thing. And yes, chat, now is not the time to buy. It's already down to 225. And it, right. I mean, it, it it went up and then down and then kind of came back up again. But that was because that was because can, we can get into the other things about Robin. You can buy now if you want to send, be part stock. of the sending the message, because that's yeah. the point. Like you're buying yeah. now because you're not letting them scare out and get the thing back down so they can get out of their hedge fund and make their money. So if you buy now, it's about sending the message and not about making the, the, the money back, so to say. Now, that's not to say that it won't pop back on up while they try or do whatever. And there's another surge. I have no idea. If I knew that, I would have made a lot more than twenty-seven dollars. But uh, uh, it's definitely uh, or the actual money they made. You know, <laughs> anyway, um, it's it's definitely something that you want to make sure that you're not just doing for fun and only do it if you have the money for fun. And yes. don't go into it like that twenty-something kid in. Uh, I say kid. I mean, he's technically an adult, but that twenty-something in uh, New York that took out a second mortgage on his parents' house. Because YOLO, let's do it. <laughs> do like, it like the kid that got 30 shares of GameStop for, for, as for a Kwanzaa. Gift. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As a gift. <laughs> and he's just like, uh, can I sell these now? Oh, yeah. And mom was like, <laughs> hell yes. That's it. Was The great thing about that is that the mom was learning the stock market and she was this is a great parent. She's teaching the kid the stock market as she's learning it so that he can learn. And he was like eight at the time. Uh, so for two years two years ago for Kwanzaa she bought him stock at like six dollars a share or sixteen dollars a share something like that it wasn't expensive but she made him a certificate and everything like that and then finally like he she had it on her ticker and she wasn't really paying attention to it and he saw it and he was like mom 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 look at this can I sell it and Sure enough, she's like, yeah, you can sell it. And she's also teaching him then a good lesson. She's letting him uh, spend two thirds of it and one third of it goes into a college fund or goes into savings and he gets to buy a computer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's still good. Hey, Kawai. Hey. Thank you for thank you for uh, Simon for a tier one. That is awesome. Yeah. Or Kawai. Sorry, I pronounced that wrong. Kawai uh, Games, if anybody doesn't know, just had a had a bouncing baby boy about a week ago. Congratulations, congratulations, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. All right. Congratulations. No, actually, I don't want to do that. I, I can't. No, congratulations. no. I, congratulations. 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 It's really congrats. I know it sounds like it's like we're being dicks, but the Evangelion congratulations thing is what comes into our head every time every that time. we do it. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, so let's let's get off of wall street um while everyone's still fucking all of the hedge funds right now all right uh next biomutant is finally for sure coming out on 525 2021 and yes we're assholes but we're assholes <laughs> who care everybody uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> biomutant is for sure coming out 525 um there was actually a good interview that reminded all of us that it's a 10-person dev team. Is that right, Chris? 20-person dev team, which is yeah. really small, which makes sense as to why uh, it's taken so long for this game to finally come out. But it's officially coming out at the end yeah, of May. why they haven't talked for years because they've been quietly trying to fix bugs and, and avoid I, crunch. Yes, I do like that they were like, you know what? 
everybody hates crunch and everybody says that there's not going to be crunch and then crunch happens and they actually finally did it but they did it in the way that people kind of forgot about this game unless you're chris who is like where the fuck's my game the collector's edition that was announced it in 2019 yeah <laughs> so it'd been pushed back multiple times and it's finally coming in on uh it's finally coming out on may 25th uh no uh v nicholas we don't want to become famous go away cool i get that mm-hmm. guy thank you <laughs> oh foxy got it thank you foxy <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah so it's finally coming out uh latest screenshots actually look pretty good on it too they have done yeah. some cleanup on it which is good i mean it looked good at e3 but it didn't look like great and it's actually looking pretty pretty phenomenal i like it yeah and i guess so, the script expanded a lot too because oh, they that's added, good they added like a some kind of system i forget what they call it, it was basically a karma system so um npcs react to you differently based off your alignment so the script became Ooh. a lot bigger. So we're going to have like a D&D style alignment. It's totally going to be chaotic good, 100%, <laughs> which is exactly me as always anyways. It's like me to a T, chaotic good. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to streaming news. Uh, YouTube is finally adding clips to streaming on YouTube gaming. Welcome to 2016 Twitch, YouTube. Good job. Hooray. I Honestly, I don't understand why this took so long. Yeah. You would figure... What, did they run like by the Apple or something? Can <laughs> <laughs> you answer your question? I'm not sure how they're doing alignments, really. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we don't know yet on the alignments. They'll probably get into that later on. Yeah. But yeah, so they're finally adding clipping in to streams, which is something that honestly... Like, was it just, like, low on their to-do list or something like that? Because it's a pretty big feature and a good way to interact with people on Twitch when you're streaming. So I don't quite understand why they haven't done it. Hello, Kawhi. Everyone say hello to Kawhi. (laughs) Playing the piano. Piano cat. (laughs) But yeah, I don't understand why it took so long. And the best part is that it's still technically in beta, just like everything else that uh, that Google does. So yeah, it's just mm-hmm. sitting there in beta. Oh, look, there's Rue. Yeah, the dogs aren't allowed into the rooms. They go fucking nuts because they're puppies. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they get older, the dogs will be allowed into the rooms when we're when we're doing the podcast, but not not now. I have dog <laughs> toys in here. If that, if that can count. <laughs> <laughs> a dog toy. <laughs> There's a bone over there. All right. Uh, moving on to additional uh, Google news, but also development news. Google is officially shutting down Stadia in-house <laughs> game development. <laughs> Which is probably the funniest article that I saw come across my desk today. <laughs> Good old Google shutting stuff down. Good old Google. This we is exactly this. what we thought we're gonna was going to happen. On this. Yeah, yeah, we're not it's gonna about do this six anymore. months later than we <laughs> thought it was going to happen. But it's exactly what we thought was going to happen on this. Like, this is literally what Google does with everything. And the problem with that is that 
Microsoft is finally figuring out that if you want your hardware or your system or your platform to actually survive, you need people to make games for it. And you need to make your own games so that you make sure that games are being made for it and that you're pushing the envelope of what you can do. Microsoft finally has figured that out after all of these years and is gobbling up giant ones with all that fucking Microsoft money. And Google has all that Google money, but they're like, yeah, no, we just really need to push the architecture. That's all we need mm -hmm. to do. Go servers. Yeah. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. Now let's just spend all our money on uh, on Ampere rack systems from NVIDIA. Oh, wait, <laughs> NVIDIA's got their own cloud service. Fuck. <laughs> what cracks me up about Microsoft with all this, because you bring up a good point, that if uh, uh, gaming companies aren't going to make their own games, you know, it's, it's a, a recipe for failure. But, uh, you know, you would think... Microsoft wouldn't have gotten themselves in such this lull. Yes, they're buying uh uh cat. They're buying uh companies That's to make that. games and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But they were founded because of their own in-house software. Like if they didn't have Halo, no one would have bought the well, Halo. But that wasn't TV their adapter. own in-house software yeah. though. That was a second party title. They worked very with true. a third party publisher. You're very, you're very to true. Make but it. I meant like a, a <laughs> Exclusive title. Yes, ex exclusivity. exclusivity. So, yes. Like, like they should have known that going into 360. Well, it kind of did a good job with 360, but even still, there you go. This is their third and fourth iteration that they should have been ready to be like, hey, we need to have some, you know, fucking So games. the big problem yeah. is that Hubris fucked them with the you Xbox. I think it was Hubris. One. Hubris, 100%. They thought mm -hmm. that they were, they were like, fuck yeah, man. We've got the best fucking... Uh, fan base out there except for the fact that they didn't realize that their fan base is a bunch of toxic cod boys that will jump ship to anything that, that other friends say. want them there's to do there's plenty of toxic <laughs> people on any other network this, especially well, on is, nintendo yeah, no they're now on Those playstation fucks are assholes and oh, that's yes, why they, they don't allow talking because they're just like we can't do that <laughs> but but the the cod boys are all now on playstation and now the playstation platform is toxic as fuck as well but it was all hubris and that was the thing it's like they sat there and they're like you know what we've got our finger on the pulse of everything let's make this video game box a streaming dvr sports yep. yeah that's remember the xbox one when they originally yep. announced it it was a steaming pile of shit and then they had to figure out how to make that thing work the way that gamers actually wanted it to. Yeah, they and wanted to be a that was the center. entire life cycle mm -hmm. of the fucking Xbox One was trying to reverse engineer this bullshit fuckery. I'm just going to put all the goddamn curse words in there. It was <laughs> so horrible. And the yeah, operating they, system was shit for years to where they finally were like, OK, we're, let's like shift. And you could tell when they finally just stopped. And they shifted to the new consoles. Still, <laughs> yes, I missed a couple, Foxy. You're right. <laughs> even, even still, like the fact that the new Halo game or whatever that they're doing, it, it, it they're fucking it up, like in my opinion. And there's some notes on here too that I think are precursor to other problems that they're having with this generation. That's just like... I, I, I want to. I want to love them so much. Like, I, I loved my my Xboxes all going all the way up, up until mm -hmm. the Xbox One. And it's just been like, there's not enough of a reason for me to go back. Okay, now we have the Game Pass. I can play it on my PC and stuff like that. There's the value there, which we all agree is the best value of gaming. Yes. But mm -hmm. that's not going to make me be like, I can't wait to play this Halo game. I, I, just, I just can't get my head around it. And it, it's just like... Why? Why? Why is this so hard for anyone to understand when some old fat bastard sitting on a podcast can be like, hey, 
Shouldn't we have some games? Games you play? Gets it. Again, I don't, I, like, we are like, officially wait. old now, yes. Exactly. <laughs> it's just like, why isn't there some nerd that's developing this shit just like... So, we have this X button on the controller. We sure do. Absolutely. It's one of the best mm-hmm. buttons we have. Awesome, awesome, great button. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What do we use it for? Okay to start the console? <laughs> <laughs> Open up Netflix? <laughs> so part of it is that there are uh, some like a certain website that we're quasi friends with up north that like to suck that Microsoft dick and tell them how great everything is mm-hmm. when it's not. Uh, however, it's a good segue into the next segment, which I was actually going to bring up a little bit later, but we kind of have just went into it. Uh, devs are now starting to openly complain about having the Series S. And it's not so much that they're just like, well, the Series S sucks and I don't want to develop for it. It's that the Series S sucks. It has too low of memory and it doesn't have as much processing power. And they have to make sure that the game that they're developing works on both the Series S and the Series X. And they fucking hate it. And we called it months ago that this was going to happen. It's And I mean, we're not the only ones. I'm not going to sit there and be like, we're the only people that were ringing a bell and saying, no, it's... But it, it is something that we've talked about many times on the podcast, and I'm glad to see that it's actually true because I don't like being found wrong too much. Um, but it is true, and it the Series S, while it is a good it's a good gateway into next gen. The problem is though that you have to have the two, you have to have it work with both games or with both consoles now if you're making a game. The Series S should have been paired with Google Stadia or whatever company that they wanted to do and be like, this is the digital only experience and it's a digital only as in like, it's a streaming box. Like here, here's your streaming box here. You can also download some games if you want to buy them and all this jazz like that, but you have to have our, our streaming service and you have to have our Game Pass and then you can have all your Which stuff like that. The game Pass gets you that streaming service. Exactly. Or even yes. better. Yeah, exactly. It's just like like he, he, that that should have been the hard push. And then you don't develop anything for this console. It's just that. It's just a basically a Raspberry Pi that looks cool. And we're going to make it now that you can uh, uh, play all these games without buying the hard, hard hardcore hardware. And now all these moms can go out and buy a console or people can buy this console realizing that, yeah, this isn't for the people that want to collect games and have like their own collection and play these same games for 20 years in the future. It's for the people who are just like, I just want to play Fortnite and Minecraft and Halo right now and get, move on with my life. And they could have done that. I don't understand why they didn't. Why they, they did just it like, $100 no. cheaper. They did $100 cheaper. They're just like, I, I, it just, it, it. again, they could have done not, it. I'm not a marketing person. I'm not like development. I'm not project management. I'm just a gamer. You do have a degree in electrical engineering, though. I have a degree in electrical engineering. I can tell you that they could have built this thing. <laughs> anyway, that's yeah. amazing. It's a, it, and I mean, I, I don't want to just like continually every fucking other podcast talk about how shitty Microsoft has been doing with some of the things. But if they just came out, and that's what everyone's saying now, is that they just came out with the One X, which is more powerful than the PS5 and has a lot of great features that are going for it. But if they just came out with that one, it would have been better. And if they yep. would have just had the One X and like, seeing how much everybody reacted to the one X when they first announced it, even though the memes were there for the refrigerator, if they scrapped the series S 
that would have been so much better. I mean, Sony did right in that aspect that they're just like, hey, yeah. here's our digital version. It just doesn't have a disk drive. Everything yep. else is the exact same. Enjoy devs. And it's just like, okay, we're cool. good. Yep. <laughs> and as much as Sony has shot themselves in the foot, I mean, shit, the PS3 with that fucking cell processor, which was a, an architectural like gem at the time, but was also a bitch to program for, especially considering you had to make games that worked on the Xbox and on PC in a lot of cases. Uh, that's, you know, they've shot themselves in the foot, but they've kind of learned from that, which is good. I'm glad that Microsoft is learning from their mistakes, but unfortunately they made another mistake that now they're going to have to learn for and really kind of backtrack in it. I hope that the that the Series S is gone after a year. They just discontinue it. And it's not that they stop supporting it, but they just discontinue it and they're like, pay 500 bucks. The Series S Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Series S Pro Ultramax. Uh, Arena. This, yeah. R. R type. Oh, yep. God. <laughs> And yes, both companies are shooting themselves in the foot with everything. This is yes. 100% true. 100%. All right. Uh, next, uh, Steam Game Festival is starting on February 3rd. And it's Yay. going for four weeks, right? It's four weeks. Uh, and they're going to have, uh, you know, everything else that they did last year for their game for the Game Fest is all virtual. Uh, you're going to get demos. You're going to get live plays. You're going to get talks with developers, stuff like that. And it all starts on Wednesday. So keep an eye out for that. There's going to be Games. a lot of fucking shit on sale too, which will be yeah. awesome. Because, you know, demos? Steam loves sales. <laughs> Steams. Stream Steams styles while streaming Steam Game Fest today. Today? I don't know. Today. Today. It's Wednesday. All right. Uh, sp- sticking with Valve, Gaben has spoken. <laughs> Saving, saving it, Steam streaming days. <laughs> Gaben has says Salve is <laughs> working on games. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why this is cracking me up. <laughs> All right. Gaben says Valve is working on games right now that they're going to be announcing. And I don't believe it. <laughs> I mean, there's a possibility. They all they all proved us half wrong with Half-Life Alex. Uh, I say half wrong because we all still called that they weren't going to make Half-Life 3. <laughs> so they made a precursor to Half-Life 2 that was in VR, which made sense considering they made a VR helmet that they really wanted to show like all of the all of the capabilities of it and how pretty it looks and everything that it can do. So you have to make a game that does it. Uh, and they really want to prove, I think, that they can still make games and not just make a video game purchasing platform. I'm not 100% sold on that. But it's going to be it like Mahjong it. or something like that. It's oh, like- fuck me. It's VR <laughs> Mahjong. It is. It's VR <laughs> Mahjong. That's exactly what it's going to be. And oh. VR 3D Battle Mahjong. <laughs> no, they they can't have three in the title. Oh yes, right. Two D. It's just it's just VR battle mahjong. <laughs> and they're also gonna bring back that old space cadet pinball game that you could play on your computer back in the day. Oh, yeah. The old like Windows, Windows one that you could yeah. play. Yeah. That's, oh my. That's pinball game everyone's playing. VR space cadet. VR space cadet pinball. <laughs> All right. <laughs> starting when no, starting tomorrow actually, starting in 30 minutes I think because it's 9:30 Arizona time right now, which is Mountain Standard time. Uh Control 
is finally going to be available on the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X in their full like upgraded format if you have Ultimate Edition. If you don't have Ultimate Edition, it's coming out on PlayStation Plus. So if you have a Plus membership, it is free there. It's also free on Xbox uh, on Xbox Game Pass, so you get that too. Now, if you're like me, who bought Control Ultimate Edition on the <laughs> holiday sale and still haven't had a chance to be able to play it on your PS5 because that version's not out yet, chat with sony which is what i did <laughs> i got on a chat with them and i said hey i bought this wanting to play it on my ps5 and it's coming out the same day that it's going to be free for my plus membership that i've had for fucking ever and they gave me a as i said a one-time exemption especially since i've never asked for refunds of games in the first place um but yes Go on chat with them and try and get a refund if you bought it anytime since the PS5 came out in hopes to play it on your PS5 because it was supposed to it was supposed to be playable in November. If you didn't play it. Yep. If you didn't play it. But even then, they might let you if you did play it. But for me, I told them like they saw that I downloaded it, but the download was it it auto downloaded the PS4 version to my PS5. <laughs> so and it <laughs> never got played. But normally their their policy is that you cannot have downloaded the game in order to be able to play the game, which I think is dumb because they can track play hours from your account and they can also see uh, whether or they can also lock the game down if the license is revoked. So once you've like bought it, but then like they refund it, they can just revoke the license and make it so you can't it so yeah but i mean like if it was a single player game like controllers and i just played it all like in a day and got my kicks out of it and give me a but refund then i just got that's why i said you could see how many hours you played on it they can see that i'll speed like, run they this have bitch access right now. to it i'll speed run this bitch right now <laughs> they, but you would still have trophies <laughs> i'll log in with a different account i just want the freeze, want the freeze. yes try and get a refund though everybody <laughs> <laughs> all right uh in sad, sad news, unfortunately, people, you're not allowed to have sex with Keanu Reeves. Um, Damn it. We know you want to, but you I cannot know. have sex with Keanu Reeves. Um, so stop making mods of Cyberpunk <laughs> where you can have sex with Keanu Reeves. Now, to clear this up, uh, CD Projekt Red has started pulling mods of where you can have sex with Keanu Reeves' character, and that is because they don't want you simulating sex with a real person that did not give the okay in the game for their likeness to be used for cyber sex. They have <laughs> given you the okay to make a mod where you fuck any other character that they generated in that game, but you are not allowed to have sex with Keanu Reeves. <laughs> uh, remember that whole Beyond Two Souls thing with Ellen Page, where like yes. someone oh. found Elliot like, Page, Elliot whatever. Page. What I say? Well, it's it's Elliot Page now. Oh shit! You're absolutely yep. right. <laughs> totally forgot about that. Anyway, I'm like I wasn't correcting fiasco. you because you got the name wrong. I was correcting you because you got the name wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It was just like I totally forgot. Anyway, uh, that whole fiasco of that whole thing too. Like same problem. You know, it's just like that's not what they're signing on for, and that's part of the problem with this whole uncanny valley of using real actors. Yeah, which yeah. I mean happens, uh, but you know, hey, 
just stop modding sex with Keanu Reeves, you <laughs> fucking weirdos. <laughs> Never. I mean, I'm not going to kink shame, but come on, people. <laughs> uh, speaking of CD Projekt Red, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 has final major patches out for consoles. I don't think it's still available yet on PlayStation Store, though. I haven't seen it come back out. Same thing with Microsoft. So you got to buy physical copies of them, as we talked about on the last podcast. Like, go on Best Buy's website or something like that, buy copies of the game. Um, but they've released major patches that have fixed a myriad of issues, and they've actually had two patches since that big patch came out. And um, basically, what they, yeah, what they did is they're like, all right, we've got this one big one that we've worked on for a couple of months now that's out, and this is laying the groundwork for us to be able to do a bunch of patches, like, periodically as they go along, which is good. Let's see here. Next... Uh, <laughs> Oh, we're going to go back to Microsoft. That's right. <laughs> Microsoft announced that they were increasing the price of Xbox Live to double the price of PlayStation Plus, which oh, if you don't know, PlayStation Plus is $59.99 for 12 months. And Xbox Live, it's not a bad deal, except for the fact that you can't play any fucking games online uh, with Xbox Live or with an Xbox without having Xbox Live. So you have to pay the $59.99 a month. Well, they decided that, oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's $59.99 for six months now. <laughs> so if you want to play any games online, it's $59.99. And whether or not this is actually having to, like this was any type of specific scope or anything like that uh, or a marketing ploy, they then quickly reversed it when there was a giant fucking backlash and said, oh, yeah, we heard you. We listened. We're not doing that. And we're also going to look into making free to play games free to play on the Xbox platform now. Because yeah. then once yeah. they once that can of worms opened up, then it was like, fuck you. First, I can't do this. Now you're charging me double. Fuck you. Triple fuck you. Like everything. Um, so, yeah, that's the that is where we sit right now. Um, Props to them. Props to them for pivoting really quickly on that yeah. to be like instead of just doubling down it's so uh, so yeah. common anymore that companies will just be like double down on a no. bad decision no we need to no we need to no 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 these are these glasses work for this now no 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 we will not let that happen it will go up and we are making our money god damn it <laughs> Look, see, I knew getting these new glasses would actually do something. <laughs> Give me more I don't need water. to switch back to these good rimless ones. <laughs> I want my fucking money, goddammit. Get Bill Gates in here, he still owes me money. Uh, the anyways. servers that we own are too expensive. They, yes. they, the rent on them is out of this world. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you mean I have to upgrade my servers periodically over time? Bullshit. I mean, I sure don't. <laughs> um, all right, we can we can add out some good news. Uh, okay, so Tencent buys uh, has bought a majority stake in yet another developer. Everybody, this isn't good Hooray. news. No, this isn't good news. I, I'm ending on good news. Okay. <laughs> so they bought uh, Klee. I think is how it's pronounced. Uh, if I was pronouncing it in German, it would be Klee. But it's Klee Games, the makers of the Don't Starve series. They bought a majority stake in them now. Hmm. So yay! Tencent. They were making a really cool roguelike turn-based card collecting game that I was really excited for. And I don't remember if it even came out yet, but 
and I, I pronounce it as Clie, um, <laughs> Don't Starve, is one of my all-time favorite, like, just games. Like, Eric has always joked oh, that yeah. mm-hmm. you can tell that Jason's in between games or bored because he's back on Don't Starve. Like, it is my... <laughs> He's my like. I don't know it's what to true. do for five minutes. Yep. I don't. I don't need to play a game right now. Just don't start. Like, I'll, I'll play that game constantly. Like it's just stupid. I don't know what it is. I just love it. I have so many saves, like at in the hundreds of days of survival and stuff like that, and across all these different things. And I'll just get to a point where I'm just like, mm, I've done it all. Okay, and mm-hmm. I'll just restart another map. Do restart. It just. <laughs> restart. It just doesn't matter. I don't know. It's it's just my crack of a basic game. Anyway, so I'm sad about this because now I know that that means that if there ever is a Don't Starve 2 or anything like that, it's going to be rife with microtransactions. It could be. I mean, there are a lot of like add-ons that you can pay for Don't Starve 2 or Don't Starve Together and stuff like that. But well, Don't don't Starve Together as was, the I think, the preface for all of this of that made them... Tencent pay attention to them because it's just like yeah. yeah if we made something similar but made it actually you know fun uh that would be good i don't like don't starve together regular don't starve <laughs> you just mm-hmm. because you like playing solo like me you don't like playing online you can play don't starve together solo you can oh, do that okay. just problem no problem yeah yeah oh gee don't starve though was good though i liked it mm-hmm. it, was, it was enjoyable um i don't enjoy it as much as you but but that's primarily because I don't like enjoying like starting back from square one again. I'm like fucking damn it for the fiftieth <laughs> time. <laughs> I'm like that's not my cup of tea. But it is Jason's, and you know what? That's fine. All right. Uh, last thing that we have on news: Intel has a new CEO, as we talked about, and the first big thing that they're doing is hiring back the old CPU architects that actually did a good job for them. <laughs> that they ran away from the fucking company <laughs> so and or intel starting to write the ship unfortunately we're talking like something that's like probably two to three years out before we actually see any fruition for this but it's good for them to be able to do that and you know we're very pro amd and have been kind of for years of just like amd was always like the plucky underdog that made good quality stuff that was cheaper um, but they could they couldn't manufacture the same as what Intel was. Uh, Intel kind of fucked themselves and shot themselves in the foot multiple times um, over the last four to five years, and has now lost a lot of market share, as we've talked about on, on myriads of episodes of podcasts over this last year. Um, but it is good to see them right the ship because of the sheer fact that we need competition in the marketplace. We don't (laughs) want one person to dominate the entire marketplace, which is the direction that AMD is going into right now. If Intel continued on, on the path that they were going, AMD was just going to overtake them and it was, they were going to die quickly because Intel still can't make a fucking video card to save their lives. Well, I mean, AMD can't make a, a proc right now themselves. You know, I think that's the main thing that's floating. A lot of these PC sales is because they can't get one. AMD's biggest problem right now is that they're making consoles for both PlayStation and Xbox, as well as trying to release the Zen 3 architecture. And that's the big thing that's shooting them in the foot. And they finally, over the last couple of weeks, have acknowledged that and kind of apologized. But I didn't necessarily think that it was like 
newsworthy of like they apologize because they're making all these things and it's hindering yep. their production of other processors but that is the case i mean is to be that, fair it, you know 2020 and 2021 is taking its toll on the game fucked everybody just too. Because, <laughs> yeah exactly it's just like not not just from like a production standpoint but it's just like now you have all these people that have to stay home and like i, I know multiple people at, at my job that are just like i'm not a gamer but i bought you know whatever and i'm playing madden call of duty whatever whatever basic yeah. game you know and stuff like that just because i need something to break up the tedium just like totally understand it and uh uh so that alone is pushing tons of people into a market that normally probably wouldn't have been as saturated well and we talked about already that uh on previous ones that nvidia has sold more 30 series processors than they did in the entirety of the 20 series processor in a few months yeah. They've sold more 30 series processors than the entirety of the 20 series processors. So that is there. And AMD said that what they had, they had, they still hadn't given out full numbers on processors. And it's really hard to give out processor numbers because you've got you've got desktops that are being pre-built by manufacturers and everything like that that are just sitting in limbo and waiting and all that. But they said that they've had more processors and a very substantive amount than what they've had for a lot of previous gens. So it's not so much that they're producing a little amount it's that they're not producing the quantities necessary for everybody in this shit show that we're still sitting in right now everybody needs new computers or everybody needs new video cards and both companies are having issues with that both nvidia and amd the one company that's not really having an issue is intel right now because <laughs> nobody wants to buy their fucking processors <laughs> but that is the case all right we're done with news. <laughs> and it is... Fuck. It's it's not that long. We're about 45 minutes. Remember, we spent 15 minutes alone talking about, about alcohol beers. at the beginning of this podcast. We talked about good stuff to talk about. That's why. I mean, we had some good conversations. I, I know. I'm just mm-hmm. saying we spent 15 <laughs> minutes talking about nothing but alcohol. <laughs> so I see no problem We're a little... Yeah. Behind the eight ball as far as getting to the game reviews. <laughs> All right. Um, I've got three things to talk about, I think. Maybe three, maybe two. I forget exactly. The the count will come to me as we're going through there. Um, <laughs> but uh, Chris, what do you got? I know what you and I have of a combo. You and I played the same game. Okay, yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. like, <laughs> well, took like, him a second other... to remember it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Did I play that? Right? Maybe? But, uh, sure. I played Call of the Sea, which I streamed, which I still need. Yes, to... he did. And I need to finish it on stream, but I didn't want to Saturday. everybody. Yay. Well, I didn't. I streamed Congratulations. Thursday. I didn't stream Friday because it would run into your charity stream. Which is also why yep. I didn't stream Saturday because charity stream going on. Yeah, the charity stream the charity stream call was going on, and we'll yeah. talk a little bit about that as we go in. <laughs> so yeah, so I didn't really want to <laughs> take over that, and then I didn't Sunday, so I still need to go back on and finish. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah, he had absolutely but, zero excuse for Sunday because Sunday I was like. I got home from Jason's. I went to Costco. <laughs> sat on the couch for a while watching anime. <laughs> so, and then I played Phasmo. 
as usual. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yes, anyways. But yes, Call of the Call Sea, of the sea. is yeah. kind of like a puzzle game, kind of like Roki, like an adventure puzzle game where you're this uh, woman who's kind of been sickly. Her husband leads an expedition to this island off of Tahiti um, and he hasn't come back. It's kind of a lost expedition. So you travel there and you get to line and you actually start feeling better for some reason. So you're just trying to solve these puzzles as you try to find your husband and his expedition. Um, the puzzles can be some difficult, but not too bad. Um, comparing it to Roki, they're a little more simple. Um, where Roki, you had to sometimes combine items and then like try to place them. Here, there's no combining items. You just find an item, you place it. You don't have to deal with your inventory at all, but um, some can be a little complex to try and figure out what you actually need to do. And look, there's some stuff. Uh, when I started streaming, there was a guy who, or girl, uh, popped on and who had played the game before. It's like, hey, by the way, now that you saw this, before you leave, you want to go back to the boat, unlock another achievement. So, kind of give me some tips there but it's it's a fun game i'm enjoying it so far uh definitely got some decent story to it and trying to solve these puzzles and then i guessing the game you're talking about eric is monstrum 2 well hold yes. up for 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 call of the uh the puzzle yeah, style yeah yeah uh for puzzle style is it like would you say like mist ish yes hmm yeah, it looked a little bit like a cross between Mist, and at least from what I saw on his stream, was I would say Mist and like the room, where you kind of had like more of like searching on the sides. Is that right, Chris? Like yeah. we had to look on the sides of things and whatnot. So yeah. it's kind of like Mist evolved, which I, I look at the room kind of as, as a Mist evolved type thing too, where it's just puzzles and you're moving around and doing stuff. Um, and yeah, it's definitely that type of thing. Very cool. Yep. So that's fun. So I'll probably okay, yes. finish that in stream. But, then, but yes, yeah. we we have been talking, we are talking about Monstrum too. Yes. Which is a game that I streamed a little bit during the uh, media release that we had. Um, and we did play it uh, back in, was it end of August, beginning of September, somewhere around there? Somewhere around there where you kind of played it. we had like we had... The, the first media preview yeah. for it. Um, but it's a it's a four v one type game where you're it's four people trying to escape and there's a monster that is that is trying to kill everybody and that's yep. it. Um, but uh, Chris, did you actually get a chance to play with people? No, but I did watch okay. Malkari, also known as Kate, who's the PR <laughs> rep for that game, playing it right before we hopped on here. On the, the reason why we're all called Frank, by yes. the way. <laughs> so she was playing it just before this with some friends. Yes. So I was able to stream, uh, to stream actually the like the the tutorials for the monsters, which was cool because they didn't have a tutorial for us the first time that we played it. And I basically like sat there at one point and I said, "All right, Chris, stand at the other side of that room." <laughs> I'm just gonna start doing shit. <laughs> We're gonna I'm gonna fuck around with this for a little yes. while to make sure that it to make sure that I have like everything down, and then I killed him a couple of times and hit him a few times. Um, <laughs> Normal, yeah, but yeah, it's 
it's normal. Um, but the tutorials were actually pretty cool, and I was a- I was able to play the tutorials. When I tried to get on, because I was at the tail end of the media portion, um, I wasn't able to play with anybody. But being able to play the tutorials of the three monsters, uh, they definitely were a good mix. Um, and it's the three that they've got right now, and they're supposed to have a fourth one. Uh, the three, though, are very much like slow and plotting, but super strong super fast but not like very strong and then kind of like somewhere in the middle between them and then like a weird move set um and as uh Kawe says it needs a lot of work um because as chris saw malkari was playing on stream and went to get on the lifeboat and then got stuck and couldn't yep. exit the game <laughs> So there is there's work to be done, but it's still it's still in beta. So that's the big yeah. thing. It's like right now this game is still very much in beta, and the media previews they did two media previews for this primarily just so that like media could kind of get a grasp on what was going on and talk a little bit about it. But yes, it definitely needs some major cleanup before it gets out of beta. But that's how a lot of games are, um, and that's the reason why betas exist. Now, if you're a game that sits in perpetual beta, like uh, <coughs> Star Citizen, um, <laughs> you will have major problems with that. So hopefully they clean it up and everything is hunky-dory within that. But yep. with the amount that we've played of the game, it is a fun game. I don't know if it would be fun enough to drag me in you know, for like hundreds of hours, like Phasmo does. Phasmo does, but that's because you're not going against anybody. You're playing with friends and just having fun. Whereas this game is very much competitive. And that's part of the reason why I don't, uh, I haven't gone for, uh, what's that other game? That's 4v1 with all the killers and everything like that. God damn it. I've uh, watched people seven, play. Seven days? Seven days? No. Well, Evolve. Evolve is the, Evolve <laughs> is the first one that did that. Left for, no, not Left for Dead. God damn damn it <laughs> dead by daylight My brain is dead, dead by, by daylight. daylight thank you and That's foxy it. said yeah. it at the exact same time that you do. <laughs> dead by daylight which isn't exactly and my so cup of tea of a game it is interesting to watch um and i actually like watching people's reactions um but it is yeah fun. it's it's definitely like an issue oh yeah yeah and seven days uh seven days to death is perpetually an alpha as kawaii says like that's another type of game where you're just kind of like going 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 and it's it's basically like a first person version of don't starve but with like zombies that are actively attacking you as opposed to like fun exploration and yeah that game is in perpetual alpha so you know the forest like that too uh the forest has been released i think now officially Either that or it's a beta release or early access release because people are streaming it now. As of like last week, I've seen a lot of people streaming it. Um, but you're not necessarily wrong in that aspect that The Forest is one of those types of games. But it's it's an interesting game. I think it's 25 bucks on Steam. Um, if they clean it up and do a lot of the fixes that are necessary for it, which I, I'm fairly confident that they will. But if they do, I think that it'll be worth it for people that like that type of game. What do you think, Chris? Yeah. As long as they yeah, they kind of clean up, I think it has a future. Um, especially, like, uh, they were saying in the chat that as long as you get a good group of people with you, it can be really fun. So, I think that that's the, the big thing. All right. Um, let's see here. So, it was Monstrum 2 that I talked about already. Um, I am spacing on the other stuff that I did other than uh, we did do a charity stream crawl. 
that I beat it first took part of. Um, and it was for at that point anonymous. I'm still not going to verbally discuss the people that we that we did the stream crawl for, but it was all charity for a couple of streamers that uh, are friends of our community. Um, and we did the donation on their their piece. And if you know them, then you can see all that, but we're still not putting it out there directly. But there were some people that uh, have been affected very largely by COVID that we decided, uh, thanks to our good friend, uh, the nerd in a skirt, who, who worked with the Diabolical Waffle and Captain Dabbod to kind of like bring this all to us and say, hey, we should do something to help these guys out. And we all said, you know what? Yes, let's do it. And we pulled together a fucking stream call in six days where we figured out the logistics of collecting money charity wise for them, being able to donate it, uh, started marketing it, getting other people to play with us and do everything. Um, and that is what I did and what Chris helped participate in for literally almost 24 hours mm -hmm. on Saturday. Uh, we started at midnight East Coast time and ended at midnight East Coast time. So it was 10 o'clock our time. Uh, and I beat it first was very uh, gracious and, and thankful to be able to open that up. So we started the entire stream crawl, uh, got all the hype going. We had uh, Isla Link and uh, Blue Eyes uh, come on and played Phasmo with me and a couple other people. Um, and we had a lot of stuff. And we, as Foxy just said, raised $1,160 for awesome. a family that has been vastly and greatly impacted by uh, the COVID pandemic uh, and all the stuff that we've that have had been going on um, and we're very thankful for everybody that joined us and had fun um, everybody that even even if you didn't actually join us but still like kind of said hey you should go do these like Isla even when she wasn't playing and even when she was doing her own streaming was like pinging me hey get into my chat real quick so that we can make sure that we talk about this um, because there's a lot of people out there that just Especially the great thing about Twitch is that there's a lot of people that that like each other and they want to help everybody out, even if they right. don't necessarily know them. It's like I have a friend of a friend of a friend who needs help and uh, I'm going to help them, even though I don't directly know them. But I know that these people think that they're great and that they're worth it. Um, so I would like to thank everybody for that. Um, that was what my gaming was over the weekend for the most part. Um, I've been doing a lot. Like if you actually, if I turned this blur off and move my camera around in my office, I've got a bunch of fucking Nintendo switches and shit all over the place for my day job of like setting them up for, for video game, like esports systems and everything. So all of that shit is, is <laughs> basically taken over my office and I have no way even to like sit down on my sofa and, play on my tv for console games but i am going to start doing control since it drops tomorrow it's what i've been i've been like kind of like holding off on starting a game in general for it because i'm going to play control uh and then after that i have persona 5 strikers coming out too which is going to be fucking hype that comes out in mm -hmm. two weeks and i'm super fucking psyched about that so oh, i'm shit, able to get back into a lot more games yeah you forgot about that game totally about that. <laughs> we talked oh, about it and you're actually liking that game a lot more than you did before um, but yeah, those games are coming out. So I've been like holding off and I'm glad that I was able to direct my energy into other stuff and make like the flyer and help start promoting that and getting everybody else to play on it. Uh, other than that, Phasmo has updated and broken itself and fixed itself and broken itself and fixed itself and broken itself and fixed itself so many fucking times over the last two weeks that I think I lost count. Um, and they literally have broken and fixed it, fixed itself twice the same day. <laughs> Thank you, Sin, for the 40 bits. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, 
that's the other game that I've been playing. And as Foxy likes to say that I only play Phasmo, but I play other games like I've act and I have actually streamed other games on the iBeta first <laughs> channel. It's just normally that's not the games that she sees me playing. But anyways, that's all that I've got for the last two weeks, unfortunately. <laughs> Jason, what do you got? No, that's really just kind of awesome news. And if, if I'm going to like do anything to talk on top of that is just like, it's so cool what this gaming in essence has brought people together to do. And I think that's just kind of like, which speaks volumes to this. I'll tell you that there's no uh, fantasy football league that's doing this shit right now. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, they fantasy football league. I'm just fucking every... around. I'm just fucking around. Oh, no, you're 100% right. My fantasy football league is still bitching and complaining that the loser from last season didn't wear a dress to the draft this year because well, we couldn't do a draft this year that wasn't <laughs> online. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> fuck him. Fuck Brent. That's anyway. right, Brent. Fuck you, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, uh, uh, so I'll keep mine short and sweet. Oh, um, I did forget that I played Astro's Playroom with you. Or not Astro's. Uh, uh, shit. Not Astro's. Sackboy. Sackboy. Sackboy's oh, yeah, Adventure. Yeah, yeah. Sackboy's... yeah, I played that with you last weekend. That's the other one that I, I forgot to say that I played that with you. Yeah, Sackboy. But fine. we already talked yeah. about Sackboy. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Although when we played with my wife, because of my, it was the three of us playing, you can play up to four people couch co-op on the game, which is great. But my God, was that hectic. Like, I don't know if it's just because we're old, but I was just like, I have no fucking clue what's going on. Like any idea uh, one, of like we're old, trying to get all this but stuff. But two, all bad. of those types of games are, are fucking hectic. Have you played Overcooked 2 with four people? But that's the point of Overcooked. Is I know, but that's... <laughs> like, in this the, case, that's how it always just like, hey, out. there's things you gotta do in this, like, <laughs> level to, like, progress well. And it's just like, well, you're never gonna find that hidden item, because everyone's fucking around and collecting all their shit, whatever they want to do, and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, because like, hey, two guys, people move to the right, and the hidden items secret. to the left, and the mm -hmm. one person's trying to go, but the camera's moving with the two. And it fucking <laughs> kills them. And that's what also <laughs> yeah. bugs me. It's just like, you get an extra little, like, prize if nobody dies in a level awesome that's not too hard to do it's a basic platformer game what kills you is the other person being like no fuck you i'm going this way and the game's just like okay we're gonna follow that guy fuck you guy over there to the left you're dead now and it's just like oh i didn't die doing anything just died from rngesus deciding that i didn't need <laughs> to live anymore anyway i digress um <laughs> I love it. Hang on. The chat's now going off on Overcooked. It's Dude, Overcooked, Overcooked is amazing. controlled by chaos. If you, if you Overcooked don't get is made to break off, friendships. Yeah, if you don't get pissed <laughs> off in Overcooked, you're not playing it right. Like, that's the whole point of it. I love playing Overcooked. Like, I, this is my favorite thing about having a Switch. And I have Overcooked on the Switch. And I take it to all my family. Like, whenever, like, Thanksgiving, well, obviously not this year, but uh, uh, last year at Thanksgiving and stuff like that, like, I brought Overcooked over and I was just like, hey guys, let's just play this game it's thanksgiving let's cook something together and it's easy to explain and you're gonna have a family that doesn't like to talk about anything yelling at each other real quick about all that stuff like that and then they continue to talk about it during the whole thing that's why i love gaming so that's that's but at least it's still fantastic. less contentious than talking about politics and religion over the holidays exactly be like <laughs> well trump didn't do whatever she's like yeah well you didn't put the rice fucking away and it's just like oh and man. you threw a fucking fire extinguisher in the goddamn the sink jason i put it in the sink i was just like this isn't in my way fucking a sink it goes. this is Literally, like, three years ago, we had this fucking demo, and Jason put a fucking fire extinguisher in the sink yep. like a 
dick. I'll, I'll and then was like, again. it wouldn't let me put it anywhere else. I'm like, well, I'll why did you take it out? Like, I just, I, I left. Don't do it again. <laughs> no, I was just like, I need this moved. Where can I put it? Right there. <laughs> Who's doing dishes right now? I am, says Eric. Great. Not my problem. I'm gonna go get my rice. That's a problem for Eric. And maybe future Jason. <laughs> I don't need to worry about that shit. <laughs> Getting my rice. That's all I cared about. I did my job. What the fuck's your problem, Eric? What, what's your problem? There's a Why aren't you washing oh, dishes, Eric? Fire extinguisher in the sink? Huh. There's a fire extinguisher. Fire extinguisher wouldn't let me pick it up. <laughs> Fuck that uh, fire extinguisher. <laughs> you're not, all right, you're not playing it that way. You're playing wrong. <laughs> anyway, great game. Uh, I've been just absolutely addicted to uh, Immortals phoenix rising and phoenix spelled the way it is in this game absolutely pisses me off especially as someone in arizona born raised here because anytime (laughs) anytime i google anything about this game i immediately start typing out the correct way and (laughs) immortals phoenix like the city is not anywhere near the same stuff that you're going to be wanting to find out about (laughs) anyway i digress um this game like I've said it last podcast, and I'll say it again, is easily my favorite Ubisoft game in the least five years. Like, this game is just fantastic because they did it right. It is one of those games where you look at it, and you look at the map, and you're just like, my God, this looks like a chore. There's so much to do. Every square inch of this map is just like so many things going on, different stuff you have to go through and all that jazz like that. But they did it so well that even though you're doing essentially like eight different things, each puzzle in each area is so different enough that it's fun. And it's engaging enough that you're like, oh, there's this puzzle over there that I have to go solve. I know what the puzzle genre is going to be like. I have to put balls in like little cups and that'll like do it. Or I got to light my bow and arrow and fire up a, a, a torch. That'll like shocking puzzle. But how it's done is different every single time. And that keeps me coming back because I'm just like, I wonder how it's going to be like over there. I know what the puzzle is going to be, but I want to know what the puzzle is going to be like for me to have to solve when I get over there. Um, that with a uh, uh, great color, uh, the draw distance of the game is fantastic. I've gone up on a bunch of high uh, uh, mountains and stuff like that in the game. And you can see all the way to the very beginning of your game, which is fantastic. 100%. Like mm-hmm. you're right. Like, so we're talking in chat with it about like how it's oh, cool. it's Breath of the Immortal, Phoenix, Phoenix of the Wild, like the <laughs> whole Breath of the Wild thing we've talked about. And you and I talked about when I was over at your house. Um, but you're right. Like we looked at the draw distance on Zelda and we're like, oh, it's really cool. The draw distance. But this is actual draw distance. Yeah, like, there's no you fog. Can like, see you see it. Everything. Like, there. <laughs> and, and like you said, for Breath of the Wild and stuff like that, they took the Breath of the Wild thing. And yes, you know, stamina is not new. Zelda didn't create stamina. Sorry, they didn't. But the idea of that whole Breath of the Wild thing, they took that and they're just like, hey, Remember all that shit that was really annoying in the Zelda game? Let's just, like, not do that. Like, there's only, like, five different ingredients for you to, like, cook stuff with. And each one's just like, do you want to cook this? Yes. Hold a button. Do you want to cook a million of them at once? Yes, I do. Hold a different button. Like, fuck off. Thank you. Like, it's just like, thank you for having all these quality of life things. They're just there. Also, you know, non-breaking weapons. Fantastic. Able to use stuff on the fly. Quick button presses. Uh, Enemy combos are fun and engaging without being like like 
annoying uh, having to watch people just play you can you can do stuff that makes you feel like a god and an awesome warrior rather than being like hey this is just dark souls zelda game it don't get me wrong love the crap out of breath of the wild not here to, to shit on that or anything like that but as far as like a turn your brain off game enjoy every aspect of what you're getting into Immortals Phoenix Rising has been just an itch that I needed to scratch for a long time. E- even more so than Genshin. Like, Genshin Impact, you know, was just like, hey, this is kind of fun. It has, like, a lot of that to that, that I really enjoyed. This expanded on it. And I-, I will go back to it again, that the puzzles they do are just fantastic. And they-, they range from anywhere, just like, how can that qualify as a puzzle? I literally tripped into it to, holy shit, how would anyone figure that out without me just being like, mm, why don't I just go over here and push this thing? And it's just like, oh shit, that was the answer. You know, there's a lot of stuff that they really put into this. And you can tell that it being the Ubisoft B team, that they cared. And they put a lot into it, knowing that the marketing wasn't going to be behind this game like it is for like an Assassin's Creed game. That they're just like, hey, we need to make this game good, because otherwise people aren't going to really care about it or even talk about it. It'll just fall to the wayside. So... I'm about, I'm sure, 99% done with this game. i am uh, uh, unlocked pretty much everything that I possibly can, but I'm just non-stop obsessed with getting all the different treasure chests and different things to collect and, and find this game. And it, it, it bugs me so much, because one of the things that I hate about, like, especially Assassin's Creed, let's just call it what it is. Look at Assassin's Creed games, and you open up your map, and there's just like... So many things on your mini bed. They're just like, do some here, do some here, do some here, do some here. Mm-hmm. And each one of them is just like, some of them are just going to be so lame. Like, fight the same five guys over and over and over again. And you just get tired of it. They did a good job of defeating that. And the reason why I can say that is because I look back at my map now where it's, everything's just completed. And I'm just like, wow, I can't believe I did all that. That's not something that I would normally do as a gamer. I normally would just be like, ah, if it's not going to give me something cool, I'm going to move on. But this time I'm just like, no, I want to find each thing. I want to find the puzzle and I want to get through it. And I've had a blast. So 50 hours into it right now. And I think maybe I got maybe another 10 in me after all the exploring into it. So it's definitely well worth it. I bought it on sale for 30 bucks, so it's super worth it. Um, with that alone, well worth the price. Um, I give it an 8.5 out of 10. And the reason why I drop it down a little bit is because the combat in it, which is predominantly what you're doing, is super basic. There, there's, there is stuff that you can do, but at about the halfway point, I got to where the combat wasn't the fun. The, the fun was the game and the puzzles. Combat was just kind of like the thing that was in the way <laughs> of getting to the games and the puzzles. Mm-hmm. You still give an eight, an Ubisoft game an eight and a half out it's of true. ten. This yeah. is very true. <laughs> That's I, a feat. I, 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 I oh, wait, no, actually, this. no. You've given two Ubisoft games a very high score in the last couple of years. Origins, Origins, Origins and yeah, Origins this. is good. Yeah, Origins and that's good. it. Um, so, and you played Odyssey, and Odyssey, you were like, yeah, I know they fucked uh, everything Odyssey up. Was, they started with Origins. Odyssey had the same problem that Assassin's Creed Three had. Where it's just like, there's all this stuff. It's, it's a world that I love. You know, Greek mythology, same mm-hmm. thing with Phoenix. You know, it's like Greek mythology, the, the Greek whole, old stuff like that. That's, that's stuff that everyone likes and can get behind. But then you just look at what all you have to do and you play it for like five minutes. And you're just like, I don't want to do this for 60 more hours. I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> and the storyline here in Phoenix is just passable enough to be entertaining because it's all stories you know and love. And they add just enough sarcasm and humor into it to be like, huh, 
that's funny. Uh, I'll give one quick example because it's my favorite one where uh, um, the Ares got a war has been turned into a chicken and you have to solve him from being turned into a chicken. And there's a whole Wait, do you have to, though? You do have to. Unfortunately. Oh. Yeah, I know. But he does a great chicken. Anyway. <laughs> wait, wait, whoa. Hang on. Wait, wait. Ares, the god of war, gets turned into a chicken. Chickens are fucking evil in Zelda. Yeah. Well, they're evil in this game too. They will. <laughs> Wait, they but I'm, I'm just you. saying though, like that's a that's a very <laughs> good like segue into the Zelda thing. That's great. <laughs> they uh, um, so the whole storyline is that it's being told by Prometheus to Zeus. So you have Prometheus and Zeus constantly doing like narrative to this game, which has been fantastic because Zeus is definitely playing the asshole. Like I don't give a fuck. I'm a god, and Prometheus is playing the you have me chained to a rock and I'm telling you a story. I'm going to do whatever you want, right? So I mean, the, these two dynamic narratives in the background are great. Anyway, you run into Ares. He's turned into a chicken. Ares is lamenting about and how like, oh man, I'm not going to have Aphrodite liking me anymore because i'm a chicken who's gonna love a chicken and i'm pretty sure it's against the law for anyone to love a foul creature and zeus comes in and goes i assure you it's not (laughs) if you know anything about greek mythology zeus turned himself into a swan to fuck women so i mean it's just like it was just so like is there an animal that Zeus didn't turn himself into very, to get very, laid? Very fair. <laughs> but it was just it was just so hilarious for him to just be like, I assure you it's not. It's fine. Go ahead and move on. <laughs> just stuff like that. Uh, anyway, in half out of ten, well worth it. If you find it on sale, it's a great sixty hour game that you're gonna spend time on, especially if you like the idea of doing puzzles and all that stuff like that. If you like Breath of the Wild, but you're just like, fuck my weapon breaking, fuck having to explore everywhere. Oh, oh, my favorite thing is that your horse, you have a horse. You can ride around your horse, you jump off the horse, it disappears. You wanna get back on the horse, you hold the button, it appears back on you and you're riding. You don't have to go fucking chase down your goddamn horse, be like, God damn it, it. I left Epona all the way on the other side of this fucking map let me teleport and load for 15 minutes so i can go find it again and then feed it oh yeah because epino would be way too far away like you'd whistle yeah. and you'd be like oh yep too far away sorry yep too bad. like i don't want realism and the great thing about it, i think that the whole greek mythology angle for this is that there's literally almost zero realism yeah, in greek mythology nope. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, there's lasers there's trap doors there's all kinds of stuff they're just like how does this even make sense well, just i mean like, there's lasers mythology. in breath of the wild too but we're supposed to believe that there's realism there somehow right yeah <laughs> well and that's one of the things i like about the gothic games is you have infinite inventory you don't have to worry about weight because fuck it you're in a video game you're gonna pick up all the things anyways <laughs> right why not? yeah why are you gonna hinder me because i want to pick up every goddamn thing the reason for putting all the fucking items there is so that i can pick them up yes. don't make me regret picking them all up <laughs> i might need this apple later i don't know <laughs> I might need these 60 bushels of apples later. You Let me Skyrim. carry these 60 bushels of apples around. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> are you good with Are you good with Phoenix now? Yeah, I just can't stop Phoenix. playing the game. So that's Phoenix. 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 I'm not calling it Phoenix. It's Phoenix. Phoenix like, Because it's basically spelled like Fennec Fox. So you know what? It's, it's Phoenix. Um, all right. Well, anyways, so I guess that's 
it. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us for the podcast. Uh, we are uh, available as we have been on. Uh, you can find us at twitch.tv slash first. You can also find us at iBeatItFirst.com, where... Pretty much it's only podcast stuff that goes up there and every once in a while. It's and our website. For it's a video game. But that is our website. Uh, you can email any of us, Eric, Jason, Chris at com, or fuck you, you fucking fuckers at com. That will actually work. Just that's so my you know. actual. That's my actual email address. <laughs> I don't know why. But uh, you can also find us uh, Facebook I beat it first com, Twitter I beat it first, Instagram I beat it first as well. Uh, if Tumblr was still around, we'd still have the Tumblr one. Uh, Chris has his Grinder account still, so there is that as well too. Uh, but if anybody uh, wants to reach us, you now know how to find us. Uh, but thank you everybody for listening to us. Uh, we will raid after this, so don't leave the podcast on on twitch right now but uh we are gonna end the podcast uh does anybody else have any parting words uh just bye there it is <laughs> <laughs> then